720 WGN. Hello, it's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Justin Kaufman. We'll be with you till 9 o'clock. Thanks for being with us this lovely evening. How's it going, Hi. Jen B? Last time we were on the radio together, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was. It was 11 to 2. Yeah, we were doing and, that shift. And yes, and now, look, it's daylight. It's weird. I almost didn't recognize you. <laughs> I almost didn't recognize you either. What do you know? I'm good. I'm, I'm enjoying being here. I like seeing the people in the street. I, I'm saying the Michigan Avenue Showcase Studio here at Tribune Tower is the greatest it's great. place for people watching and weather watching in the entire city. Yes. I, I watched most of the... Uh, Groundhog Day 2011 blizzard happened right here in the yes, studio. Yes, did. And it went from like nothing out there to I may not leave today. I did real the fast. I did the um the February 2nd of 20 the year before, 2 years before, was 20 uh, 2012. I did Super Bowl blizzard oh, and yeah. it same thing and I was like am I going to get home or <laughs> what's going to happen? Here? Yeah, I I did get home it took me 3 hours but Ooh. on the train. But anyway, we made yeah. it. But not tonight. Look at no, tonight. It's lovely and warm and nice. Can you believe it's almost autumn? We're just going to pretend that's not happening. La, 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 la. No. Um, yeah, it's beautiful here. So, And I'm happy to be here. And it's great to see the, the architecture down here, Amy Guth. Well, it's lovely. It's always lovely down here. Also, last time we were here, the big wagon was oh, in. Oh, the flyer. <laughs> the radio flyer wagon was in Pioneer Court. That it was like this 15-foot wagon and they were hauling it but off. We were here for for the whole progression from it being here. To, and then the next night it was yeah. hauled off. So that was like our friend. And then it was gone. And the way they hauled it off was very funny. Remember? And Steve and Johnny came. Oh, yeah. Steve and Johnny were walking by and we waved at him and I gave him the like, come on in. And, and they, they did. did it. And it, it was, was so good. fun. Um, but that yeah, the fun. wagon is gone. We still have the statues, but uh, the the flyer, it was the what anniversary? It was like the 150th or 100th um, anniversary of the radio flyer yes. wagon. And so there was a giant one out in Pioneer Court. Yep. And then they, at two in the morning... A bunch of people show up and wheeled it over to the curb and put it on a giant flatbed. It was pretty cool. It was cool. So how the heck have you been? I've been good. I've been very good. Very well. Um, You're in a new show. I am in a new show called Fight City. And uh, it is at the Factory Theater. And it runs um, this weekend and next weekend. And um, that's been a, a super fun uh, and interesting and uh, weird experience. It's, it's a stage combat show. I, I do not do the stage combat. But it's, but it's nice all women work. doing the stage it's combat. It's all women cool. doing the stage combat. Yeah, that's very cool. And factory theater does good stuff. They do. They do a great they work. They do good, great work. Good people. Good people. Great work. Um, so that's what I've been doing. How, how about you? Oh, you know. Ah, I cannot wait. <laughs> we can do it after the break. But we have very exciting business coming up. People are going to be like, what's going to happen? What's I, the announcement? I feel like I've been talking about it all week on but the radio station. I though, but you don't know. Don't know. Yeah. For, I mean, we should probably just say it. Just a, say. Amy Guth went skydiving. And she didn't just go skydiving. You went skydiving with? The U.S. Army Golden Knights parachute team. That is the. Which is the way to do it. Yeah. It's it was, basically I learned to drive in a Ferrari is what just happened. That is a great analogy. Yeah. That's, that's great. So we're going to talk all about that because one, it terrifies me and I feel like I would, um, I, I, I get a panic attack thinking about it. So, uh -huh. and it's the coolest thing ever. And the video is amazing. And the stuff that I want to tell you about yes. is I think the stuff that your brain does when you're doing, so when fun. you're in free fall and when you're up there and on the way up. And even in the days after, it's really fascinating. And it really only confirms the, you know, the thinking that, like, we only use a tiny bit of our brains. Ah, Inter interesting. Interesting mind stuff. Is so, it, yeah, it's like, it's the, um, it reminds me, biochemistry. 
comes yeah, to mind. Yeah, because it's a big old rush of adrenaline. And um, biochemistry, and also it, it does relate to, we'll talk about Neanderthals. Sure. Because that's, I think it's connected. We talked about that. Yeah, I mean, it kept... Fear, adrenaline. That's what I was talking about on Saturday night on the Saturday night special. I did a show about adrenaline because it's, you know, it it had its purpose. It kept us out running yes. or kept us running away from being an hors d'oeuvre. Yes. For a long time. Yeah. And we're here to talk about it. So <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. So yeah, so we're going to talk about that. We got some other stuff. We're gonna, Like we said before, we're going to talk about camping. Oh, I love to camp. And I love all the summer stuff. I love hiking and camping and all those things. You're a real outdoors woman i am you I'm are an outdoors i can be with re- the right people like if i went with you it'd be great if i go with a someone who's not into it i will fall into the the pit of this is terrible do you know what oh, i mean that's terrible yeah I'll be here's like, what i want to do okay i want to hike the entire appalachian trail in segments i mean it's two thousand miles yeah you take it's like five or six months to do it but i want to do it in segments over okay. a couple of years and i want to bring different people with me i'll go and then get audio and video and stuff. I will go. I'm one fun? of the legs. I think you would have very different conversations out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. I'd be like, are we going to die now? <laughs> Every five minutes. No, it's very well kept. It's it's very. I but mean, there's still animals there. There's some bears. parts with bears. Yeah, I'll be, and that's why I'd be like, is that a bear? In the middle of the night, I'd wake you up every five minutes. Goof. Go, is that a bear? Like it's probably a bear. I heard a noise. You're like, yeah, that's a bear. You'd hear this zip, and I'd be out running. She sprints out and gets eaten by a bear. Right, Bosworth out. By the way, I just wanted to say, remember we had the woman, the filmmaker, the bike messenger filmmaker. She told me today that um, she is putting us in her movie. For real? Yes. She wrote parts for us. <gasps> for those who, who you should Because we listening. were joking with her yeah. when she was on. She was she was saying <laughs> that she was going to, she had made this cool documentary about about cycling yes. in Chicago and it's beautiful. It is. And then she was talking about a feature film that she's making and that she had, I think she wrote it she, it's, or co-wrote it's, it or She something. co-wrote it. It's done, I believe. And they're looking to make and it. And so we were joking with her because it was like one in the morning. We were joking around and I said, you know, I've always wanted to be in a B horror <laughs> movie and be the person that like screams and trips on a yes. tree root yes. and get killed. Be in, Goose would be in the forest running and be like, oh, a tree, and just doing all the things. And I would be in the house being like, I'm going to call 911, and the phone wouldn't work, but I'd try it for Oh, yeah, because we times. acted out the whole thing. Because I was like, no, no, let's just go find the and others. Like, They're no. down by the dock. It's going to be fine. Dude, Goose, don't go. I'm going to call no, the no. ranger. I'm going to call. They're just down here in this weird fog. I'm just going to go now. It's <laughs> fine. And I'm like, I'm going to call the ranger 18 <laughs> times, even though the phone line's cut. Because the killer already cut yep. the phone line. See? But anyway, so she said she oh. wrote us into her movie. It's so on. Yep. Stardom is eminent, Bosworth. Famous. I love it. Good times. All right. Well, let's take a break. Come back and start talking about all these adventurous things we're going to be doing. All right. Back in just a bit. Amy Guth, Jen Bosworth here on 720 WGN. (music) 720 WGN. Hello. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Justin Kaufman tonight. Hanging out, talking about big adventures. Big adventures. And just horror films everything we end, up, we, end up, we end up talking about a lot of things we're we'll a little get, tangent prone. we'll get to sharks probably definitely sharks yeah because that's in your skydiving progression it's gonna get well what else am i dangerous i'm not felix Baumgartner, nor do i have his kind of like red bull money so i can't jump from space someone could sponsor you wgn might send you to space sure i mean fine you'd be down would you do it jump from space I don't know if I jump. No, from would space. you go, go to, space. to space? You would? Sure. Oh no, 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 no. Sure. We are we are supposed to be here. This is where we were born. 
We live here. We don't live there. We don't. I have I don't trouble flying to Mexico. I mean, I, I, I'm scared to go to Mexico. I like to stay home. <laughs> You're scared to go to Mexico. I don't like to fly. We've talked about oh. this. But I'm, I am I want to fly with you, Goof. Maybe they'll send us on a flight together. WGN will sponsor us, and it'll be Goof and the adventures of Goof and Scared Bosworth. And so <laughs> you will help me through all my fears. First is we Actually, fly to Mexico. I kind of love that. Let's okay. do it. But anyway, I want to talk about skydiving. Okay. Okay. So um, this is I'm I just want to say I'm I'm reading the old Facebook and I see uh, Amy Goose post and she says in less than seventy two hours wasn't it the mm-hmm. seventy two hour post yes, I will 72. be skydiving with the army the Golden Knights. And, and um, these are the guys. They're so awesome. These are guys that like do all the cool tricks in the air. It's not just a regular jump out of a plane. And open a parachute. No, no, no. These guys like make formations and, and got, do all this um, cool stuff. They've got smoke. Different colors comes out yeah. of their feet. Yep, yep. <laughs> they have like on their wrists and their ankles these I little mean, like smoke it's, things it's, that make like red, white, and blue smoke. Yes, it's very cool. It's very cool. So why don't you tell me, because I actually don't know how you started all this. You said a little bit, but how did you do it? How like, did I jump? No. How did I get to jump? Yes. Um, well, they invite people to jump with them every year. Okay. Um, so Vic Vaughn did it two years ago. Oh. Violetta Padramatic did it last year. And Ro Khan did it a couple of years ago. Okay. Or a few years ago. And so they invite different people. And back in May, I got this tweet one day that just said, hey, do you want to jump with the Golden Knights? And I was like, for real? And it was from the Army Chicago account. Okay. And I was like, huh. Well, that sounds like something I would be an idiot to say no to. Sounds right up your alley, Goof. Yeah. So I was like, well, that sounds a little, um, that sounds like a little nerve wracking. Yeah. And my policy is if it sounds terrifying, here's what I do. If it sounds terrifying or nerve wracking, I say, am I in actual danger or perceived danger? This is actual danger. I'd like to do. But it's mostly perceived. Okay. Because the part that scared me was the idea of opening the door. Like in looking out of oh, the aircraft. Oh, that was what scared you. Yeah. It wasn't that your chute might not open, all that stuff. I wasn't really thinking about that because we're like, it's the army. They're pretty buttoned up. Also, they wouldn't be inviting civilians, you know. Good point. If Good they point. They know what they're doing. Insecure. They, they have a real, totally know they run a tight ship over there. They really do. They yeah. were extremely buttoned up about the whole thing and took okay. excellent care. They took such good care of me. They had delicious tacos afterwards. No. <laughs> they fed me. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. They were lovely. I mean, I. So this all came just from a tweet? A single tweet. They sent me a tweet in May, and I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. And then suddenly it was upon us. And I didn't really think about it much all summer. And then suddenly it was upon us. So you had the date. Like they said, we're going to do it on this date. Yeah, pretty early on I had the date. Okay. So you had the date. Mm -hmm. And then you just. Tell me, you, you, where was this? It was in Ottawa. It was out of Skydive Chicago, which is a civilian air, like parachute area. Okay. And it was, it was marvelous. It was unbelievable. I just want to know everything. <laughs> Where would you like to start? Well, so you, um, there's a video at WGMRadio.com, and I'm, they're interviewing me a little bit before. They shot a lot of video of me. They, I even jumped with a photographer who had cameras on his head, that is so which was cool. Wild. So there's a video of the whole thing. Um, but I'm like, yeah, I, I, th- at that point, by that morning, I was like, I'm just ready to go. I'm but just ready let, to do Let's this. get to the point of, but let's back up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Where do you want to go? <laughs> I want to. I want to start from here. So you have your date, uh-huh. and do you not think about it at all between May? You know, between May and and uh, when was it? When did you jump? August eighth. August eighth. Did you? I mean, it would cross my mind. I go. That's and I, mostly I was going. This is the thing you're doing. Okay. So you. That's how you talk to yourself. Yeah. Great. Good to know that you weren't like you know freaking out. Should I, I cancel? Was, I was no. Never. Never was it like I'm going to cancel. But it was. Um. You know. I did think. 
I will I acknowledge that there is a little bit of nervousness at the thought of opening an aircraft door and looking out over the edge of it. Right. That sounds scary. Yes. But it's also we fill in the blanks for things we don't know. Okay. You know, so so it was actually much different in practice than it was in the big scary monster of our minds. Yeah, we've talked about this before. How it, um, if we can break it down right. to what is the thing? Right. See that exactly. We were talking about that before about how how like I do this thing where I try to minimize fear and make it as specific as possible instead of it just being because that's, that's how I dealt with thing. when I was afraid of of just commercial air travel. I was which like, which I am. I don't like to fly. And I was like, no, I really don't like turbulence. No, I really what I really don't like is the is the not feeling in control That's of me. it's out of my hands yes. when it is turbulent. Yes. It's out of everybody's hands. So yes. I isolated it just to that. So, yeah. So, so you, instead of like, oh, skydiving, I was like, actually, free fall sounds kind of fun. Okay. Parachuting sounds kind of fun. I think I'm just going to isolate this to the idea of looking over the edge of an aircraft sounds scary to me. There you go. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. You, you're you good at dealing in specifics. Yes. You really can get specific. Okay, so you crossed your mind between May and uh, the 8th, but you just were like, this is what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I will be doing this. And then on the way up, yeah, as we're climbing in altitude, it's a very loud aircraft. It's this army plane with kind of like little bench jump seats that you kind of hook yourself into. Um, and then, so I was getting nervous looking out the window, and, okay. and everybody's like wearing... These like big altimeter watches, yeah. whatever. So I know that we're like, oh, we're not even anywhere close, and it looks way up there, like we're way high. See now, I'm having a panic attack. But just here's the thing: listening. Let me tell this. you this part. This okay. is the part I'm very excited about. Okay. What it actually took was saying, "You're doing this." Okay. Figure it out. And about eight seconds of and and the the golden knight that I jumped with, Sergeant Noah Watts, he did a very good job of reading me. So he made it very nonchalant, the actual exit. So he's oh. like, hey, hey, let's stand up and walk to the back of the aircraft. He okay. didn't say, let's jump out of the plane. It's time would, to yeah. jump. I stand like, up. I'm right. going to sit here. And at this point, you're attached right. in about eight different areas, like shoulder, shoulder, waist, middle of back, and both hips. You're like, hooked together with you're Noah. You're hooked together. He's behind. Right. You are in front. So it's it's a very, it's vulnerable because it's like, if you were kind of like in piggyback style, you've yes. got a person in front of you to kind of hide behind. But yes. it's just like you be oh, no. the world. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was really, when I look back on it, it took eight seconds of saying, you will go. Okay. Of just like, move forward now. That's yeah. really all it took. And I was like, it's, you're, you're going to be okay. Okay. Just move for eight. Like, I had to just tell myself to do the opposite because your, your mind goes into like, no, 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 abort. Did it? Did it really? Unfollow. Delete. Wait, this feels unnatural. There's there's like a survival. Do not do this. There's a survival mode where you go. I'm not doing this. No, I didn't go. I'm not doing this. I went. This is. This seems unnatural. What? Okay, so it was like a. It was like a. um, Yeah, does not compute kind of a totally versus I'm scared. Right, like when you're up really high and you look down at like your knees for a second, kind of whoa. Yes, it's like that. It wasn't even that cognitive. It was more like on a gut level. Got it. So. For eight seconds, you have to move through that. And that's all it took. So eight seconds. It could be the name of your book. Sure. Eight seconds. But that's like a cowboy rodeo thing. So maybe let's say 10, nine, whatever. Um, And then it was like, let's move to the back of the aircraft. And it was like, and one, Anna, out. And they say, arch. And you stick your pelvis forward and you're out. And it's so loud. Do they, do you jump or they push you? Neither. It's together. It's together. (gasps) Wow. You don't even, you know, people say... Because they ask you to hold your harness like you would like put your thumbs under suspenders yeah, so that you can't interfere. So you can't, your brain can't make you grab the side of the plane or anything. 
So you just, you hold that and wow. suddenly it, it's not even a like, and a it's not even a forward. It's just suddenly you're out. And what I didn't realize was going to happen that was so magical was the minute you're out of the aircraft, you're in free fall for a second. There's a tiny, like a, there's a name for this. I've already forgotten. It's like a small, uh, it looks like a little white balloon. Yes. And that stops you from reaching terminal velocity. So it keeps you falling at about 120 miles an hour. But <laughs> this is the slow speed of 120 miles an hour. Okay. But here's what's cool. Okay. The second you are out of the aircraft, it is a burst of silence. Oh, I love that part. And the, and your brain goes into hypersensory mode. And so I remember very clearly what it smelled like. And it's like ozone, like after a rainstorm, that pretty yeah. rain smell. It, it smells good. It smells fresh and lovely. And you don't feel like you're falling. You feel like you're flying. Wow. Your brain is not registering falling. So it felt... This was the first of many weird things that my brain has done in the week since, but okay. it started right then. And and what I did first was I had an inclination to, because I, it felt more like flying yes. than falling, yes. I was like, I want to fly that way. Oh. It seemed like I could just kind of go like, right. <laughs> go that way, which seemed funny to do, but it seemed completely logical. Wow. And I know we got to go to break here in a second, but the other thing that my brain did was time kind of moved in a different way and so in the 55 seconds of free fall later when I thought about all the things I thought of during that time I thought about two hours worth of stuff it was very weird so it was like the phenomenon of like oh your life flashes in front of you in a car crash right it was like that but in the positive right it was beautiful it was lovely because I mean I I know I feel like I spent 10 minutes looking at a particular lake because the sun was hitting it in a cool way from up there but it could have, it was just seconds. This is like It'll a, be like a this split is like, second. This is like a Vanilla Sky or Eyes Wide Shut. No, that's, a, that's not a good movie right. to No, that's to. not a good movie no, to compare a... to. Anyway, we're going to take a break. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. And uh, more about big adventure stuff and what the heck I'm going to do next. I think it's going to be a shark cage. We'll see. Amy Guth, Jen Bosworth in for Justin Kaufman here on 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. Hello, it's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Justin Kaufman this evening. Glad to be with you. Thanks so glad for taking time out of your evening to chill with us. Yeah, we were talking about skydiving, the life changing adventure that it is, and what in the heck I'm going to do next. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the question. Sharks. See, we talked about this I too. I love sharks. They're I, so I understand, cute. but you had a. <laughs> she once told me about. Um, I think she on air. Uh, she was petting a baby shark. Well, I was in the ocean. Okay, I mean, that, he was I mean, right there. Uh, the point is, you re <laughs> you reached out and pet a shark. He was right there. I mean, he was like close enough to me that. But see, I didn't want to be rude and ignore see, it. See, yeah, that's where that's where we go. That's where we we get into different. Um, we go different directions. Like my instinct uh -huh. when I'm in the ocean is not to pet the shark. <laughs> it's probably to say, "Oh, there's a shark." I do. I am calm in sort of weird situations, yeah. so yeah. I would go, "Okay, oh, I'm going to go this way," and yeah. you went the other way, which is. Which... I think the same thing was motivating us, though, because mine was like, "If I freak out, okay, yeah." I will invite, he will alert his shark friends oh. and I will be shark, shark dinner, dinner, or it was lunchtime, a shark lunch. Right. So I was like, I don't want the sharks to get me. He was also a baby. He was what a baby. do you mean a baby? Like how many, like a bread box? <laughs> no, like four feet. Okay. He was like That's a baby. That's not a baby. That is a, that well, is they get a... to be like 25. Okay. I don't know. I saw Jaws. I know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Are you using a, uh. 
an animatronic shark as reference? Yes, yes a am. giant animatronic shark. <laughs> We're yeah. going to need a bigger boat. Let yeah, me, let me just fact check that real quick. Yeah, Tom's going to get she on was, that. She was petting the shark that went swimming with Michael Phelps. Yes, <laughs> she was. Michael Phelps lost. Yeah, he did. Right? Yes, but the shark, he wasn't swimming with it. No, that's, that's the true. whole point. Right. Oh, yes. That's now, that right. would have been a real race to watch. If and the Phelps, shark was chasing No, him. Phelps might have won that one. Fear is a great motivator, that's isn't true. it? That's true. Sure. Fear is a great motivator. I'm trying to think of the things. Yeah, I've done some some things in fear. Like, I remember my car spinning out of control and just sort of thinking, well, if you got to go, this is pretty cool. <laughs> and I did not. I am here. I am not a ghost. But... um. But yeah, but I, I'm okay in a crisis. The yeah. thing is, I would like to, and I think this is what, I would like to um, have more freedom without crisis. Do you, uh, does that make sense? Like the motivation not be um, a crisis. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I too am very chill in crisis. People even comment. Me too. Like both of my parents had said like, hey, you're in charge of the will because you really keep yeah. your lid on. Yeah, I do. I, I'm like, what do we need to do? Yeah. Great. Let's do it. Yeah. I go into like, I com- I compartmentalize and go into like reporter mode and go, okay, who is the physician on, on yes. duty right now? Yes. I'm going to need a copy of that person's chart. Yes. Okay. Like when my, my dad was having a medical crisis and like nobody in the family was communicating. They right. didn't want to like upset the doctor and offend them but i was like but they have incorrect information and so i was just like right. okay here's the situation i'm right. gonna need a copy of that okay yeah. great thanks so much yes okay. i do the same thing i'm like hi my yeah. name is jen and I'm we should go following. people should hire us we should be advo- we could be advocates yeah sure Guth and bosworth advocates for hire we get paid for that <sighs> might be a i feel guilty situation. because yeah. i'd be like you're in crisis yes. we're helping out it's fine yes but you know tip the waitress and bartender yeah right we <laughs> can come with a little jar <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! In any case, how did we get on this? I don't know. Well, crises, but really, we're talking sharks. about adventures. So, you think your next adventure is probably what? What is it about sharks that you love? I oh, guess I, what... I have long wanted to be in a shark cage. I just think that'd be cool. I think they're majestic Ugh. creatures. They had they're powerful. They're interesting. I mean, there's so many different species of sharks. They're ancient. They're ancient creatures. Yeah. They're, I just think they're very beautiful creatures. And um, I would like to be around them in a more, like, I want to see them in action. So I, that's why a shark cage is oh, appealing. Cause I like, right. I just saw this little baby one kind of like swimming around. Where were you? Gulf of Mexico. Okay. So I'd like to see, you know, a, a, a giant animatronic. No, a shark. real, a real Z shark. No, a real coming shark. Coming up and like, cause you, they tie like pieces of steak to oh the cage my and God. stuff, you know? <laughs> like, I the answer see is come up. no. I don't want to be... But you don't want a cage. Right. It's a cage. Right. But I have seen on Shark Week those cages come apart. Like, haven't you seen that? Like, where they... <laughs> no, they... I have not seen I have. Them apart. We're like, they... Or... Is or that was Jaws? that a movie? That might have been Jaws. <laughs> that, that was Jaws. Okay. That was Jaws. Sorry. Jaws. Right. It wasn't Shark no, Week. It wasn't Shark so Week. So they're, they're really strong, those cages. I mean, they're big metal bars. Okay. And you get in it. There's there's an Instagram account of a um, there's a guy walking around outside uh-huh. doing like making like, a shark. <laughs> I love it when people participate in the conversation yeah. for Michigan yeah. Avenue. Um, no, there is a, an Instagram account that I follow, and it's a, a shark cage company in South Africa. And they and I was going oh, yeah. to do this you while I was so- there, but like the weather and the timing okay. wasn't working out. Um, but they. Um, they have a camera in the shark cage oh, and God. they show these little clips and it's so cool. It would Don't just be so cool. Just to like just... the thing is, 
they bombard, don't they hit against the cage? I think if they're mad, but so would a person. I mean. <laughs> okay, but why? Why are they going to be mad? Why do they have to be mad at you? Well, if you, because some people, you know, if people go like, oh, mess with them. Oh, okay. I don't want to mess with the shark. You just, just want to see it. Right, right. So I you'd be in the cage quiet. the majestic creature doing its right. thing. Great. That makes sense. I don't want to enrage the thing. I just want to look at it like you in You don't want to poke it or anything. No. Great. No poking bears, no poking sharks. Yeah, that's, yeah. I just want to like see it in its full glory. I mean, I think that's, so can you do that many, many places around the world? Or is it um, just that like. Well, there's like a place in Baja. Okay. There's a place sense. in somewhere um, in New York. Oh. certain, And there's one in Rhode Island. Um, but you, would I you want to go better, back to South Africa and do it? I mean, I want to go to South Africa again anyway. But I think there's some, like, there's a couple, um. I want to say there's one in Australia, a couple in oh. Australia, where it's really beautiful, clear yes. water, and I think that's the name of the game, because you, um, my friend did it, um, I think she said she was in South Africa, she was, she said it was very cold, she was, you're like, you're in a wetsuit, but she said it was really cold, and even once, even with the wetsuit, like, she didn't quite and warm up, maybe, and it was just not fun. Yeah, it might be kind of murky. Yeah. If it's cold, it's, it speaks to murky to me. Not necessarily, but yeah, <laughs> it's not swimming pool pretty. Right. Hey, we have a caller. Oh, we do? We do. Hi, Glenn. You're on WGN. Hi. How are you? I was hearing about your stories about adventures, and I thought I'd pass on one that I had the opportunity to do a couple of years back. Yes. Tell us. Uh, what would you do? I, I went spelunking in Chichen Itza, Mexico. Ooh. Ooh yeah, how was that? Well, first of all, I'm slightly claustrophobic to mm -hmm. begin with, <laughs> which means I had to get through a little bit of a fear. And then you back in literally backwards in through the cave and then after you get into the cave it opens up to this beautiful freshwater lake oh, that beautiful. which you get the opportunity to, to swim, swim through but then the tour director goes those of you who are really adventurous if you want to take one extra step you can and there's a small tunnel underneath the water about six or seven feet that you dive again and you swim through about a 15 foot tunnel to another lake on the other side of the cave wall that you're underwater all the way through. So basically through. you were and in Atlantis. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like Atlantis. Did you, did you take the extra step, Glenn? Oh, I, absolutely. My partner absolutely told me it was out of the question. Oh. So as soon as he said that, I instantaneously <laughs> dove underneath oh. and, and, and swam underneath with that. So, so did, did you have like a oxygen? scuba stuff? No, no, it's literally, it was a very small little tour company to get the opportunity to do this, this little, this little jaunt. But did you and, have like oxygen no. and all that or? No, it, it was a free dive, hmm. literally a free dive. Wow. So, yeah. And, and because of the fact that I'm what you consider a full figured person, I don't like it when somebody automatically assumes that just because I'm a little bit bigger, I can't keep up with everybody. So I always took that as a challenge. So diving, yeah, diving underneath you. and everything. Yeah, that was quite the adventure. That though, sounds so. very beautiful. And also, it, why spelunking means what? Um, caving. It's, uh, yeah. it's a to just go okay it's like for the people who the real spelunkers i mean they go through tiny little oh, yeah. okay so it's basically caves. going into caves and small crevices is what you're telling me right, right? okay right and then the hardcore guys really go into little tiny places with 
no tour guides or anything. Right. Obviously, other people have done this, but it was an opportunity on a tour, and I'm like, well, it's a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. opportunity. I can't let that pass me by. And, and sorry, Glenn, tell me again, where were you in yeah. Mexico? Chichen Itza. Oh, yeah, Chichen. where the, the pyramids are. Exactly. Yeah. Was, yeah. You, you had a chance. That was the other part that was interesting. You BMX biked into the jungle yes. through the pyramid, and then they had just this big chunk of you know, hemp rope from the top of the pyramid so you could climb up the pyramid and look over the top of the forest and everything. What? It was oh, quite, cool. it, it was a spectacular tour. And then from that opportunity, you went, you did that. And then you, from that, you got to go um, repelling down a little sinkhole. Wow. So it was like a full action Wow, tour. you were like an action movie hero. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I look back at it now and realize that maybe not the smartest thing in the world, but I still look back at it and said, hey, what the heck, I did it. There you, know? you go. Oh, I love it. Thanks exactly. for sharing that. That's cool. Glenn, sure. I've been sure. to Chichen Itza, but I didn't do nearly that much cool stuff. I just walked up the py- one of the little pyramids. That's pretty cool how you did. Goose is going I did, back. I did, dr- I did drink a little bit afterwards. <laughs> well, it's better after than before, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Oh, thanks so much oh, thanks for the call, fun. Glenn. Sure enough. Have Bye-bye. a great night. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds cool. I'll be on the beach, and I'll be waving. Oh, we're in the jungle. But I'll be on the jungle beach. I mean, Cancun is right there by Chichen Itza. Great. I'll meet you after. So then I'll roll back to the hotel and be like, how's the... And you can show me the (laughs) videos. I'll be like, that's awesome. (laughs) Like, look at my GoPro. Look what I did today. (laughs) Look at my tan. Yeah. Um, I haven't really... um, I, too, feel like a little claustrophobia sometimes. So, like, that, I feel like that's... That that will... That means summoning courage, what he did. Yes. Especially... The tunnel part and the mm-hmm. under the water tunnel. But you know what? I think here's the thing. I don't think they would like a company wouldn't encourage you to do it if it wasn't. Have you thought about have you thought about going up with the let's say Blue Angels? I haven't been invited. I don't oh, know any you Blue guys, Angels. If the, if the Blue Angels are listening, because <laughs> I know Goof, they do, they're just sitting around they listening. Are. To they, they're <laughs> listening because they knew we were talking about skydiving and they they want to like outdo. The Golden Angels. Is it the Golden, Golden Knights? Oh, Golden Knights. And we want to do Blue Angels. So maybe Blue Angels have Goose come jump with you. <laughs> no, they don't jump. They just oh. fly. <laughs> the Blue Angels, that's oh, the, see, the, the fighter jets. Oh, oh. The ones that like buzz the city okay. and make all the pets sad. <laughs> Goose bu- have, have Goose buzz the city with you. <laughs> now have Goose break the sound barrier, then send her the bill for all the broken windows. No, oh. thank you. You must be mistaken that I get paid more than two cents an hour around here. <laughs> Someone has told you false Wait a minute, information. You get two? I'm sorry. Right. You, it's still one and a half cents yeah. an hour yeah. here. <laughs> Good time. Good time. All right. We're going to take a little break. More of this fun here in just a moment. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Justin Kaufman on 720 WGN. Seven twenty, WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth. We're in for Justin Kaufman. I had to let that one play a minute because yeah, that's one of my favorite songs in the world. I had to sing along to it for a minute. <laughs> now, uh, is that Morsi or Smiths? Do you know what I mean? Tom Hush we- and I are just looking at each other right Why? now. <laughs> I just mean I know that he's the lead singer of the Smiths. <laughs> I just like we both just looked. But at didn't him. he have solo <laughs> albums? He, he did. He that's did. what I mean. Well, that that was definitely no. That was the Smiths. What? 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 That was the 
greatest moment of Lucas Town and I just looked at each other like, what? What should we say? What do we do? Okay, but he fun. had solo albums, correct? Yes. Correct. Yes. The yes. Smiths was the band. Correct. Yes. So we're not laughing at you. We're just, I, I'm laughing at the look on Tom's oh. face and he's laughing at the look on Tom's face. I knew I wasn't who it sure was. What the, I wasn't sure what the question was. <laughs> no, I, was I know like, that Morrissey. Is that Morrissey? Is it the Smiths? Oh, yeah. just, yes. We both just went, what? It's the both, but anyway. <laughs> okay, we have been talking about big adventures and cool things people have done. Glenn called us and told us about a very cool caving adventure where he was and BMX swimming. biking. Right, and then he throws the in jungle. also. Yeah, and by the way, also, I was doing this BMX bike thing yes. into the jungle in Chichen Itza, which is very cool. Now I want to go back to Chichen Itza. So we were talking about all these cool things to do because I'm looking for my next big well, adventure. Well, I, I went um, uh, Vieques. Oh, we oh, have a caller. We do. I'll tell you about Vieques after the caller. All right. Hi, Judy. You're on WGN. What did you do? Hi. How's it going? Oh, my name's Judy. Can you hear me? Yes. We can hear you. Hi, Judy. What did you do? You flew over what? I will tell you one thing. Before I would ever go for lunking or whatever it's called, I would put a shower cap on because I don't want bugs in my hair. I hear you. You're, I'm with you. I'll yep. stay on the beach. I would just for hours afterwards be slapping it for nothing. But <laughs> right. always wanted to do. And, I mean, this is probably 20 years in, you know, wanting to do this. I want to, over like the 4th of July, when I know they do it on the 2nd or the 3rd, whatever, but I want to hire a private like prop plane and go over all of these different fireworks. Mm, a tour. A tour. That'd be pretty. A Midwest yeah. tour. I've never heard of that. No one, I've never heard anyone mention this. But I just think it would be just so awesome. It would be. To now, see all these different colors. I have here. flown on the 4th of July from the West Coast to the East Coast, and I have seen them, but it has been far away. And it's really cool, but I think what you're talking about is closer, because a prop plane doesn't go that high, so it would be pretty close to the fireworks. Exactly. Okay, so so let's put it out in the world here. So if you have a prop plane, because I know they're here in the Chicagoland area, someone is listening that has a prop plane, please... Take Judy up. Uh, yes. Call us and tell us, and we will say on the air what your company is or whatever. Yes. And we can get we can get this all worked out. And because... maybe Amy and I will go. Oh, I go. Judy, can we go? Oh, of course. Oh, okay, good. You paused. And I, I was know, like, I thought, oh, we can't go. think about it. Goof, we can't go. <laughs> okay. We're not invited. All right. So I'm putting it out there for you, Judy. If someone listening has a prop plane, let's do this. Let's fly around and look at some fireworks. I think that'd be so fun. That's a great idea, Judy. I love it. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye. 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 Have a great night. I love her. What a pretty idea. Yeah. Wouldn't that be beautiful? It would be beautiful. I, I wonder if there's like any kind of air traffic safety That's concerns. That's the thing. Like I think that they... Um, there's probably a reason... We don't they, see that. Um, have a no fly zone over. Oh, that's a bummer. But you could probably fly right above the no fly zone. Well, like helicopters are up. Yeah. And, 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 there's and the planes are up. And we had to land. Yeah. In the fireworks. So we can get this worked we'll out. We'll work it out. We're going to work this out. Yeah. If you work for the FAA, <laughs> give us a call. We just assume all kinds of people are listening. They're we listening. assume the Blue Angels the, are the listening blue, and the they're just going to come by and get me. The people from Shark Week. Just. <laughs> 
<laughs> call us up. Well, I'm connect. I connected with some of them on Twitter because I was looking for a shark expert this week, and so I was like connecting with some shark people on Twitter. Twitter is great. You can find all kind of people on Twitter. Are we going to have? Uh, are we? Are you going to have a shark person? Maybe. <gasps> it's exciting. Working on it. Okay. We're back tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe. Because why else? Sure, sharks. <laughs> it's not Shark Week. What do they have to do? Yeah, they're busy. They're, they're getting ready for next Shark Week. Next year. <laughs> These brilliant experts have nothing to do all right. year except for Shark, shark week. week. They're like, what is Shark Week? We have to start. When is that? Is that when I'm on TV? Okay, they're fine. having like <laughs> dry erase board meetings in the writer's room. Countdown to Shark Week. <laughs> yeah. Good Get times. Michael Phelps's second best. Right. Who is that? Who else? <laughs> right. All right. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Justin Kaufman. We're going to take a little break and get, or actually we're not going to take a break. We're just going to go right on to news is what we're going to do and check in with our good friend David Jennings. This is Chicago's very own 720 WGN Chicago and WGN If you are an Amazon Echo user, just say play WGN radio. The news is sponsored by the Frank Lloyd Wright 150th anniversary celebration. Here's David Jennings. 720 WGN. Hello, it's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Justin Kaufman. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks for sharing part of your evening with us. We're always grateful to you for that. Hey, so this song reminds me of something I was going to ask you about. Okay. Um, Word on the street is that you would like to run a marathon. Yes. So I started uh, running at a place called uh, Shred 415. What is that? I know. It sounds painful. It it sounds scarier than it is. Shred? Yeah. Why do all the achievement and workout words have to be dangerous? Like, I'm killing it. I'm crushing it. I shredded it. Guns. Yoked? What? Yoked. What's Never that? that? Never heard that? No. I don't know. Guys used to say it in high school. I know what, what it does it mean? What does it mean? A yoke like, is not an ox. Yeah, so it's like you get, like you get the big what is that? shoulders. Your, yeah. Let's see, traps are here. What Pecs? Are no. No, no, no. Traps. No. No, traps are down here. I don't know. Triglycerides? I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Just, <laughs> the, it has been a minute since peptides? I Peptides? I don't know. Whatever the muscles between like your neck and your shoulders that make a dude look like a cobra snake. And have no neck. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, there we, he's doing the no neck out there. The <laughs> he's doing that. Um, um, so anyway, I take you're going to a place. Yes, it's on it's on Clybourne, and it is amazing. And I it's like a program. It's well, a type of exercise. It is. It is four four fifteen four fifteen minute. It's a uh, what is it called? Training circuits, <laughs> circuits, mm-hmm. circuits. But it's it's sort of um, you just do floor and then treadmill, floor and then treadmill. So you switch it, and it's fifteen just minutes weights. at a time. Yeah, it's oh. yeah, it's fun. I love it. Okay, but the running That's part. Key. Yes, I do love it, and the, it's really hard, and I love it. And I was never a runner, and I started running, and I like it. Yeah, I'm not very good at it yet, but I. Can now, what s- makes you say you're not good at it? What is it oh. you're judging that on? Oh. Because people, that's an Some interesting. Some people go really fast. Okay. People say they're not good at running for a variety of reasons. I'm not fast. And when you say that, you mean you're not fast. Here's yeah. the thing. So I have coached a few runners. Yeah. And um, You've run a few marathons, right? I have. Yeah. And the first thing I make them do is like forget believing fast means good. Okay. And I need you to run as like slow enough that you feel ridiculous. Because you need to learn for a marathon. Yeah. You got to learn to make your body do that for that long. Okay. Like learn that first. Speed comes on its own. Okay. Yeah. Because in in our shred, in our classes, it's not about going fast. Right. But I just see the people around me going really fast. And it's not timed or anything. No. Just run your race. Okay. Don't worry about that. Run your race. Okay. So I like it. And I thought, well, if I could do this, you know, I think I'm now at like... 
um, I can run two miles. Yeah. And that's great because I've never done that so in my life. That's mighty close to a 5K. Okay. So a 5K is three miles something? A little over three. A little over three. Okay. So I was saying, and we, I was talking to, I, I uh, who was, oh, Steph. Yeah. Menendez. The boss lady. The boss lady was like, um, I'll run with you because she's a runner. Yeah. And, um, and I, she said, I'll, uh, you know, and then I remember you were a marathon runner and- you said you coached runners. Yeah. So um, I haven't in a long time, but it hasn't okay. changed. <laughs> yeah, probably running is running. <laughs> running is running. It's been the same way for thousands of years. Yeah, you, you run and you run. Yeah. So um, anyway, so I would like that. I mean, eventually work up to a marathon. I'm yeah. happy with a, you know, I think she had said something about a, oh, a five mile, 8K? She had an 8K, yeah, that, that she found. seems intense. Well, so there's, there's like reasons you'll pick out races. She likes to pick out fun ones. Oh. Which is, yeah, that's cool. Cause a lot of times they bribe you with stuff at the end. Oh, I just want to get through it. Yeah. I just, I, I just want to finish. A lot of times they'll, they'll have like a beer sponsor and they'll hand you a beer oh. at the end. I'm like, I don't want any of that. I've just, I just run. Wanna, I, wanna, I just would like some water well, and like, a banana. Yes. And, and one of those silver blankets to wrap around me. <laughs> right. Cuddle. Those are the best. I want to cuddle. They're not cuddly, but they're warm. Uh, oh, well, yeah. They look a little cuddly. They're not at all. If they, you like tinfoil. If you like tinfoil. <laughs> They're insulating. Okay. But they feel more like a cape. Okay. Oh, that yeah. I like. I like that. So anyway, that's what is happening with me is that I... I'm excited. I, I loved... I love feeling like I can do it. Yeah. That's the main thing. It's like, okay, if I get in shape, if I lose weight, that's great. But I also feel like like I can do... It feels yeah. so free. Yeah. I'm like, I just ran two miles. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know what I- so anyway, that's what I'm doing. And I, I would it. love to, you, do you su- uh, suggest starting with like a 5k? I, like, mm-hmm. Okay. So first step is a 5k down the road. Yeah. And that's the thing with 5ks. They're like every weekend. Oh, really? They're all the time. Oh, like the shuffle and the <laughs> so many 5Ks. Hot chocolate and all oh that. Oh my gosh. There's the, the candy apple there's one. The there's shark the shark cider 5K. one. Oh man, I would totally do that the one. The radial flyer. Well, for a 5K. while I was sort of looking at marathons like, what does the metal look like? Because you get oh cool my. bling at the end. Some of them are really cool. And some of them have cool themes and fun stuff. Like I did one of the really? rock, the rock and roll marathons. <gasps> and they have just bands every no. like, two miles. They're just bands. You're just running along. Okay, that I like. It's really fun. Those are fun. They do those in a bunch of different cities. Those are really that fun. That I could do. Yeah. Because I like, I like music mm-hmm. and I like to distract with music. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. So something to know, a lot of, um, a lot of races outlaw um, earbuds. So you want to check that in the rules oh, I don't, before you sign up. I don't up need that. I mean, like in class when they play music, I like yeah. it. I don't uh, see. The other thing is, I don't um, run outside. I haven't run outside yet. Yeah, we're gonna work up to that. Okay, that's a whole program. Yeah, you know what? I was really resistant to the first wow. time I ran a race was. Um, like having my name on anything, I think that sounded hokey or something. Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't need to be drawing attention to myself. That seems weird. And then. Do you mean like your little You know, people thing? put their names oh. over their, their bib number. Like I they didn't put their know. Names. I did not. So I had a running coach for my first marathon. And she was like, she she knew I was going to do this. So she, she had my name on a piece of duct tape and just walked up and just stuck it on my chest right before I went. And I was like, why are you doing that? She's like, you're going to thank me later. And sure enough, about like mile 18, someone was like get it done, Amy, go. And I was like, I love you. You're my very first oh in the world right now. And I wanted to cry. I was so happy to just hear someone speaking my name. That's lovely. <laughs> so I always tell people like, it feels ridiculous, but put your name on, I will. on your shirt. I'll just start doing it in class. Oh, I would do it every day. <laughs> just, <laughs> just in like, class. 
we go Bosworth. Yes, that's I'm right. <laughs> but I like it, and I also like the when you have a good coach, like yeah. a motivator. My teacher, I only take from this one woman, Lindsay, because we just click, and she motivates without berating. Without yeah, that's key. Oh, she's lovely. She's like, you can do this. If you can do something for one minute, you can do it for two. I believe yeah. in you, and I'm like, yeah. I could do it for two. I could do yeah. it for you know. I get it's, really. I think into that's it. important because some people want like the drill sergeant kind. I don't. I don't respond well to that. I need. I will do it, and then I will be resentful, yeah, and then, then I'll I will hate your guts, hate your guts, and say mean <laughs> right. things about you behind your back. Be like that guy doesn't. He's not nurturing right. or whatever. Yeah, right. I I want someone who's like you have this. I want right. I want, and that's like how I try to do it. Like you have this. It's it's already done. You just have to go get it. You should also be a life coach. You could be all kinds of coaches. Here's the thing. Fear coach. A couple of people have told me that I should be a life coach, but the problem with that is I would get so fed up with people that were just like being obstinate about it. You I would, could fire them. I would be like the Judge Judy of life coaches. Great. I'd be mean about it. She's a bajillionaire. <laughs> What's wrong with you? She's a bajillionaire and she makes, she's famous. You you, you could fire the people. Judge Judy has I have quite to a say bit it. more cash. My husband was fired by his life coach. Really? Yeah, they fire people because she wasn't doing what he, what he wasn't doing what she was telling him to do. So you could fire people. Huh. So anyway. Anyway, the, all right, because I, mean, I need another career right now, like a hole in the head, because I only have seven only job have titles. Four, it's fine. Fourteen. Your, your, your business card is the size of a building. I just started putting um, tasks on my business card. Oh, I don't put places or stuff. I just says like, like, like it's filmmaker. A, it says um, film, broadcast, journalism, digital media. Okay, that's I, I like that. Yeah. Or else it would be. It'd be like WGM Radio and here. Yeah, and doing it would this. just. I'm making this film like and doing this too much. Yeah. yeah. Mine just says closet ABBA fan. <laughs> oh. Mine says, I don't know the difference between the Smiths and Morrissey. That's not my business card. There's no difference. It's a Venn diagram. Yeah. It's the same. Right. Okay. So do you have a marathon in mind that you would like to No. Run? No. I have nothing in mind. <laughs> All okay. I know is I, I, I like the idea of doing it because I want to feel that uh, freedom and feel the pride. It's an amazing feeling. I think yeah. you would. Well, I think as you start running, it you'll be able to tell what kind of marathon you want. Oh. Do you mean length? No, they're all the same. No, I mean like a 5K versus... A marathon is 26.3, right? 26.2. Point two, And that's a called a marathon. Yeah. And half marathon is obviously half of that. Mm-hmm. And then a 5K and they have... A okay, K, 10K, So yeah. when you say marathon, yeah, you... Okay. So like no. type, like some people really respond well to hills oh some people really respond well to very flat some people respond to like long rolling hills that are subtle some people like you respond to different stuff as you start to know yourself as a runner and then it becomes kind of obvious okay I need this kind of terrain or maybe I need a trail marathon because I do better in nature than I do city streets some people are kind of traveler types and they're like this is the way to explore a city is by going to a big city and running their marathon because then I've seen everything so you kind of wow. start to know yourself as a runner and then add in your own personality of what you want and then kind of it, the marathons pick themselves. We have a caller. It's Dan. Speaking of marathoners. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hello, Ace. Hello. Thanks for the call. So you ran yeah. a marathon. Uh, I did. I went from zero to 26.2 in one year. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Which, which then- marathon did you do? Chicago, uh, 2011. All right. And uh, really my comment was, I, I was curious to hear your input. I've tried to teach my children and others that, you know what, 
it's really all about getting past that first couple of miles where you have to get your cardiovascular going. Totally and then, agree. you know, that's the, that I think most runners are, are two mile type people and they and they hate it and they and they quit. But once you get past that, it's it's nothing but joy. Oh, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I'd like to hear you say that. And I think what people do, Dan, is I think they like they'll go out of the gate too fast and then they just kind of they don't get their they don't get it. They don't settle into their bodies in that first mile or two, and then they just kind of bonk out. They, they don't out. get there. They've kind of spent their energy. They kind of leave it in the locker room as it was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and they and they you know kind of like feel like all right, well I've done my thing, but boy, uh, there's nothing. I it was the most exciting and, and enjoyable event that I've done in my life. I was 45 years old before I actually. Committed to doing it. Good job. Wow. Do you ha- are you going to do another one? Um, actually, I'm working on a try right now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to turn 60 in three weeks. Awesome. And I wanted to, I decided to uh, spread the wealth around, you know, the knees and the, <laughs> right. I need to get the hips. <laughs> right. Just get everybody, everybody involved. (laughs) Spread the... Congratulations and and happy birthday. I was just going to say happy early birthday to you. That's an awesome gift to give yourself is doing a triathlon. Good for you, Dan. Thanks for the call. My pleasure. Have a great night. Thanks, you too. That's cool. I love his spirit. That's fun. So the first two miles. It's totally true. People start going, "Eh." like especially on race day, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. I do Mm -hmm." notice. And then they're like, I do notice. That and the people next to me sometimes on the treadmill, they stop. Like they go really fast, but then they peter out. Like they have Long to stop for a while. Out. And I yeah. keep going. I See? keep trucking. That's that's marathoner okay. talk right there because yeah. it's like I it, keep going. It really is slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Like if you don't, I think if I don't have a first good couple of, I think even first mile, but sometimes first couple miles. But I'm like, this race isn't going well. And, and it's mental, too, because then you're like, mm, well, that's the other thing. Not going well. After break, I want to talk to you about. Are we taking a break? Yeah, we're taking a break. We're going to take a break. We're doing that right now. Okay, great. Andy Guth and Jen Bosworth <laughs> in for Justin Kaufman talking about marathons. Back in just a bit on 720 WGN. Former White House Chief of Staff Bill Daly joins us to talk about the stresses of that job. Plus, a new study says that millennials aren't buying homes because they're going to too many weddings. What? People. $50 iTunes gift card. Boom. Done. Rokan with Anna DeVlantis. Chicago's conversation is on 720 WGN. If you own a small business and need capital, you'll want to hear about this. Lender.co. That's L-E-N-D-R with no E dot C-O. Not all businesses qualify for a traditional bank loan. Lender offers a quick, easy way to get cash for your business, even with challenged credit. With Lender, approval and funding from $10,000 to $300,000 usually occurs in as little as 48 hours. And with Lender, you can use the money for any business purpose, expansion, payroll, or inventory to help you grow. If you've been in business over a year and earned $10,000 in monthly revenue, call Lender.co at 312-800-0202. The application process is simple, transparent, and fast. They're local in Chicago, and they love to shake a hand. So visit their office in the heart of River North or give them a call at 312-800-0202. That's 312-800-0202. 
quick funds to help your small business grow. Don't survive, thrive with lender.co. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cause was stopped. The threats were stopped. It was easy like uh, one, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-682-6944. 800-682-6944. 800-682-6944. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. They're the two to trust at four. Watch Ben Bradley and Lourdes Duarte on Chicago's very own WGN-TV Evening News weeknights from 4 to 5. Playing a little morphine there. I knew that one. That's a fine band. I love this band. Wait, man. And here's the thing. Every time I've ever used it as bump music, I've always gone, I love morphine. And people are like, my word, good with the drugs. I'm like, no, it's the band's name. They're called morphine. I've never I taken morphine. I believe he passed away. He did. Okay. I believe well, it was the drugs. Yes, I do. Speaking of morphine. But, yeah. you know, the music is darn good. It's real good. Yeah. It just sounds like that's good music. It's that's like, just you just want to go get after it. That would be good running, like running music. For okay. Me. So here's the other running thing I got to tell you about yeah. music that's real cool. So I, this doesn't work for everybody, but my thing is I can teach myself to associate a song with a thing. Like there's a specific song that's like sit down and write on deadline right now. Okay. And the writing will just happen. Right. And the first couple times it's hard, but then after that I know that song, that's what it's for. So there are songs to this day that I happened to hear one day while training for my first marathon that became stuck in my head because it was like a particularly tough run. Yes. And so to this day, there's a couple of songs that I'm like, time to run. Every time I hear them. Really? Like my body just Pavlov. does it. Pavlov. It is very Pavlovian. Very, very. Yeah. They're not even my favorite songs. One of them is kind of annoying. <laughs> One of them is a flogging Molly song. Oh. Devil's Dance Floor. And I hear it. I'm just like, time to run. <laughs> it's weird. Amy, we got to tell them who we are. We're, we're Amy Guth and Jen B. And we're filling in for Justin Kaufman. Oh, right. People don't okay. know us. That's right. We're just sitting here talking. It's like the kitchen table. We just sit it here is. and we're like, that could be the name of our show. Oh, yeah. The kitchen table. Yeah. One day they're going to give us a show eventually, maybe one day. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Give them a decade. They'll come around. <laughs> She's laughing outside. <laughs> She's like, sure. <laughs> sure. Call. Call in. Tell okay. them. Tell, 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 tell them. them. <laughs> These two are good. Yeah. Anyway. So um, we've been talking about running and yeah. marathons. And I'm, I'm excited for this goal of yours. Yes. This is a good one. I think it's good to have a good. It's a goal like that. You'll never forget your first race. It's a never? magical feeling. See, there's whole, you know, there's running magazines. There's yeah. running. I mean, runners are really into running. Oh, wait till you go to a running expo. Oh, man. What is it? It's just an ex where they have all kinds of things. Imagine McCormick Place filled with loot for runners. It's so magical. Do you, do you get it for free? No. If you're running, if you're running the marathon, you go to the expo. Yeah. Because oh. that's where you go to pick up your number. See and your T-shirt is... and everything. Oh, it's fancy. It's beautiful, and it's. Don't you have to apply to get into the mirror? Like some they of have them to pick you. Okay, some of them are lottery. 
like oh, the right. New York, Boston, um, Boston, you have to qualify. New York is lottery. Bo- you have to qualify. Oh yeah. That's yeah. serious business. Well, the, so there's a strategy to Boston because the, there's like age brackets and you get more time for every age bracket. So I know people that are like, I'm running at a Boston spot right now, but if I wait a year, I'll be in the next age group and then I get 40 more minutes or however long. I'll just be like, I'm 80 years old. <laughs> My name is Jen and I'm 80. <laughs> Can I have 17 hours? <laughs> so, um, okay. So I, I, do you talk to other runners when you're doing them or no? Everyone's Some in people their own do. zone. Okay. Some people do. Some people do them with friends. Some people want to do them solo. I think I would, I'm more of a solo person. I'm a solo. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I'm too codependent. I'd be like, are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, and then I'd be like, I'm not running this race. Let's do it. Jen yeah. on your own. Yeah. And I don't necessarily need people to cheer me on on the sides, but I do like the idea of random strangers right. shouting out, go Bosworth, go. Totally. And there's fun signs all along it. Like people are just out there with cool, funny signs. It'll make you laugh. Yeah. I ha- I wanted to have the sign. My sister ran- has run a marathon twice. Anyway, I have a sign that says, nobody made you do this. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's funny. I never brought it, but that's kind of that's a that's it's a good sign. You should stand outside like college graduations with that. Say, nobody made no, you do this. Yeah, right, right. Nobody made you do this. Welcome to debt. No, <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that. My friend made a sign for me one time. Um, it was just a a giant piece of lime green card stock and it had the U with the umlaut over it because yeah. my last name has an umlaut in Guth G-U-T-H um, and just the U and the umlaut and I saw that I was like oh that's so cool it's a U like in my last name hey that's my oh. friend that was fun because it was so easy to spot it was just one letter instead of a hard to read sign that's really good yeah you just can see it as mm-hmm. you're trucking mm-hmm. I you know when my teacher's like you have great form I'm like that's awesome I move that's my important arms. too sometimes I see runners and they don't look so well. (laughs) Like I I was driving on Lakeshore Drive and I saw someone running down the path and I, I thought he was having a medical emergency, but I, he was just, his form was, it looked as though he was clinging to each step. Oh yeah. And I just thought this looks, this looks hard and terrible, but you know, if it works for him, it works for him. But I just was concerned about his safety yeah yeah a friend of mine was training for a race a couple years ago and she said something I really loved um she had not ever run before or done any kind of distance stuff and so she'd never really spent a lot of time on the lake trail and she said the biggest takeaway for her is she equated being in shape enough to do a marathon with a certain body type yeah and she she realized she said now that I'm out there I'm seeing the same people every weekend and all this stuff she said I realized there's a lot of different ways that healthy looks and that healthy can be a lot of different shapes and sizes different sizes and she said she felt really good about that because she said you know it wasn't just about like thin life yeah she said it's not just about (laughs) little she said, there, there's not, I, I, I had this picture Me in my too. head of what this is. And in fact, I'm my strongest right now. And I, I don't look like that. I look a different way and yes. it's awesome for me, which I really liked. I liked I love her perspective that. on that. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. And I'm noticing that I like my class. Cause I noticed that I'm like, Oh, everyone can run. Yeah. Everybody I mean, can run. Yeah. And what, um, how many people are in your class? Um, so there's usually 15 and then, um, or maybe 20 is max and you have to reserve a spot cause there's, uh, you know, you switch. So you're on, you either start on the floor or start on the tread Okay. and then you switch. And then so you when you're again. doing the floor stuff, is it like, it's all weights and also bench cardio, like jump over this bench, uh-huh. which is very challenging, but I do enjoy it. Um, and the lights are really dim, oh. really dim, like 
so that, I mean, you feel safe, but you don't look at anybody else. One, you can't, you're, there's no time, but also it, it takes the pressure off of like these lights and the mirrors and the, it's not that. It's yeah. more like get your workout in, do your thing and then go home. I and like that. I do too. It's very, it's very interesting. And it's one hour, not one hour 15, yeah. not an hour and a half. That's cool. One hour done. My yoga place doesn't have mirrors and I love that. Yeah. Cause they're like, don't worry. Just does it feel good? Do right. it. Go. Right. Done. Don't worry. Don't, don't look. Don't, don't look. What is the point? Do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mirrors are killing us. Right. They really are. Yeah. I, I like to, I watch people as they walk by reflective surfaces know, looking at themselves and I'm like, they're checking themselves out and I think, well, good for you if you're smiling at yourself, but usually it's to make an adjustment. Like, Almost always. People I need make an to adjustment. suck it in. My yeah. gut in is usually what I see and I'm like, just let it hang out. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing a lot of people don't know. The side of Tribune Tower, there's a bunch of like windows in, on the side of Pioneer Court walking up to Howls and Hood yes. restaurant and they have... I think one's like a Blackhawk sign and there's one about a WGN sign. Here's what no one realizes. We can see you. We can see through them. You, you can't, can't see, see us. us. And so I, on Saturdays between shows, I'm usually hanging out in one of those offices doing work. And so I see all these people walk by and usually it's that people walk by frown and then adjust something on oh. themselves. And not two weeks ago, I saw this woman walk by and I was thinking, oh, I love her dress. That's so beautiful. I bet that's super comfortable. Yeah. And she stopped and like made this frown and dropped her head to the side and was like, ugh. She, you just tell she yeah. was not happy with what she saw. And she yeah. sat there like looking and then she started fixing her hair and she just looks sad. And I almost like opened the side yeah. of the screen to be like, you, you look, look great. great. But that would have been really weird. No, that's really weird. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, something you learn when you work retail is that people have things about their bodies. And I worked in a clothing store and this woman came in and she looked amazing in this dress. Amazing. And she said, I can't buy it. I said, okay, why? And she said, my knees. Look at how hideous. My I said, your knees? I said, I'm not in a million years. I said, your knees? Like I couldn't understand. And she said, I hate my knees. Yeah. And I just said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And I, I said, I didn't even notice right. you had knees. I mean, you right. know, like, yeah. I she, but knees. she did. And that's all right. that mattered. Right. We all have something we right? have our that things. we like fixate on or whatever. Oh, oh. <laughs> Let's not do that anymore. None of that. Let's make Let's a pact. Run. That's going away. Yeah. We're going to make that pact over news because we're going to take a break. Great. Get your news, all the good stuff back in just a bit on 720 WGN. 720 WGN. There's music somewhere. My bad. In anyway. my brain. <laughs> Jen's going to sing the bump music for it's us. It's this bump. It's, uh, you're going to uh, sing Chuck Mangione, the aren't love you? Boat. <laughs> you're Exciting sing. adventures are waiting for you. I'm going to. <laughs> See, people are smiling outside. <laughs> that's good. We didn't no, get a thumbs down. That was that's me. Good. That that's was good. Me. No, that's her. That's all her. Not, no yeah, one's no. heard me singing. No. Um, good anyway. job, dude. That's good. Um, uh, yeah. You got a puppy. I got a puppy. And I was just looking at a picture of him. Yeah. His so name cute. is Pee Wee Horton. <laughs> he's he's so seven cute. years old. He's cute. And he's a... He's. We think he's a pug chihuahua beagle <laughs> he's adorable he's real cute i want he's, to pet his little ears yeah he would love you and his little like snout looks yeah fuzzy he's really cute. cute he um is seven he has probably some he's trauma set in his ways perhaps oh, trauma he's always mean to him yeah unfortunately we think that and he <laughs> big dogs that want to eat him he's like hi i like you 
So he's he, tiny. How how tiny is he? He's ten pounds. Well, Biddy. He's Biddy. Angel Bear. He loves the dogs that want to eat him. I think that's a little dog thing. Yes. Little and, dogs are like, hey, buddy. Yes. What's going on? Hey, yes. hey, hey. And the other little dogs, though, he's like, Arr. and I'm like, Pee Wee, <laughs> that's your friend. And he's like, no, it's not. That is not my friend. And I live in Rogers Park, and there's dogs everywhere. And so Miles and I, my husband and I, have to like sort of watch out for what's going on. But a, today, a German Shepherd, a beautiful, huge German Shepherd with one of those weird spike collars that go yeah. inward. Oh, yeah. Try to eat Pee-wee. And Pee-wee was like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, Pee-wee, this dog is not your friend. And he was like, yeah, he is. Hey, look, look, no, we're friends. We're friends. We're playing. Look, we're going to go together. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And the no, lady was I like, I love little sorry. dogs. They're so funny. He's really, he's got a big attitude. Yeah. yeah. I love little dogs with big attitudes. Oh, that's Pee-wee. And I love big, ridiculous floppy dogs oh, that are just big, yes. crazy, like, my yes. parents had uh, two. Oh, I've seen pictures. Yeah, they're what gi- are they? they're Great Pyrenees borders, and so they're Great Pyrenees size. So that's one of the dogs they had two. One died, and now they have a puppy one, but right. she's a little smaller. Um, but one of them was like I think we only had like a six pound weight difference between us, and it's a big dog. <laughs> and, oh my gosh! And and so, but they have their chill. Like the the Pyrenees has a very chill temperament okay but the border collie will herd you and so these giant dogs would be like we're going this way now and they would just kind of like nudge you that direction and, and you have to go you have to I mean, go, you go. It's but fun. they were very playful and fun and so so the the bigger one that's still around he um if he 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 believes he is a tiny dog oh boy so if he likes you he will sit in your lap and then if he really likes you he will put his paws on top of your head oh so he will like gosh. curl all the way around you but they're gentle. Very gentle. Yeah, they're very sweet, sweet dogs. But they're just huge. They're just giant, hairy creatures. <laughs> they, that's like something out of the Dark Crystal or oh, some yeah. kind of Jim Henson situation. <laughs> yeah. oh my my, my friend has a, a, a Newfoundland. Those are sweet, funny dogs. What what it's they? a giant, it looks like a, a, a black bear. It's a oh, giant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hairy black dog. You kind of have a big house. She does. She's got it. Then she's got a yard. Yeah, and you got to have that. Yeah. Um, but this dog. Steely is so sweet Aww. and cute and just a big snow I bear. once dog sat for a great Dane. It didn't, dogs. it didn't go well. No? I just couldn't get the dog to do anything. <laughs> so I'm trying to walk it. It didn't want to walk. Nope. I'm trying to grab. It, it was a nightmare. I yeah. mean, you people who love those dogs love those dogs. Like if you are have a huge dog, you are committed to yeah. loving a big, big dog. Peewee's enough for me. He's yeah. he's got an attitude problem, which I I kind of think is cute. But we're trying to train. He's adorable. We're trying to socialize him. Yeah. So I took him to. Well, if he's had a rough life, yeah. he probably just had to be kind of tough and he scrappy. He had to be really scrappy. Oh, boo! So he's anyway, real cute. He's real cute. <laughs> so we have that, and and um. But I wanted to say, did you know you can there's rescue you can rescue really odd animals. What owls. do you mean? You could rescue <gasps> an owl. I love owls. Really? really? Oh, yeah. Owl rescue, um, alpaca. Um, I don't have room for an alpaca in yeah, my well, yeah, me neither. modest apartment. Uh, <laughs> but you can have an owl. You can have an alpaca. You could... Um, Wait, I, what kind of situation do you have to have to have an an owl? You don't... You just, You can go to these sanctuaries that will adopt if you pass the test. You don't have to... Like, a lot of owls 
have been the ones that are rescued have been clipped. Okay, so okay, so they're someone, gonna fly off. No, so someone clipped them and they were pets or they were somehow in captivity okay. before. So they're not like wild. Oh, owls are so neat. Yeah, so these little baby snow owls, oh, you can so adopt neat. them and have one in your house, like Harry Potter. I wonder what my landlord would say. Probably no way in the world are Why? you doing that. They're not. I don't know. Well, they do screech. Some of yeah. them screech. I got a real loud neighbor. An owl might be just the thing. Oh. Because I, I have this neighbor that they're not in the happiest of relationships oh. and they fight over the dumbest crap. Like, oh. no, I told you I bought marmalade and I said it was on the cabinet. Like, they fight. They, I'm not kidding. They fought over whether or not they bought marmalade. And I was like, just get a divorce, please. Yes. You're killing me yes, right or now. buy two marmalades. <laughs> just have extra. I'm going to, to the store now. I'll buy the marmalade just, if we can. shout. I just called Instacart. <laughs> it's on its way. Marmalade is coming on Amazon Prime right now. Calm right. yourself. Yeah, so they fight over the dumbest stuff. So yeah. I, I, that's an idea to Ooh. have a bird a screeching <laughs> owl. Like, the other thing is you can rescue you can rescue very large parrots. Um, okay, you can rescue. Um, there's like yeah, little animals too. Oh, ferrets, which yeah, ferrets are I, fine. I, I like all creatures. You do? Yeah, ferret. In college, my you know my these friends loved fish. The band. Yeah. And for a lot, for some reason, all those people. Tom just made that face again. What? The same face he made when you said the thing about. No, I'm just. <laughs> when we all know that guy in college. We're, we're, I mean, we're talking ferret about ferrets, and, and yeah. he listens to fish. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, no, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, we so, all know that guy. So they had more than one ferret, and yep. he, and we would go to parties at his house, and the ferrets, they're burrowers. He ate a hole through the couch, so he would bite you in the butt if you sat in the, <laughs> in the wrong spot. So there would be they, f- yeah, they bite fish music playing and you'd be oh. sitting down and then people would be doing whatever they're doing sure. and all of a sudden you get bit in the butt by a ferret <laughs> i didn't like that i didn't go for fair that fair enough fair enough so i would not adopt that what was the other in- really interesting one? Oh, baby lambs oh a lamb and a goat you can adopt oh my god baby goats are yeah. so cute but they grow and then they will eat your curtains and your bed <laughs> and everything. That's fine. But I just want to, like, I just want to pet so some you baby can, goats. you can go to sanctuaries and take care of the babies. Okay. Let's go now. Okay. We'll go. We're going to we go. We got to go. We have to See stay. Ya. We have to be on the air until nine. Oh, so oh, in oh. like 16 minutes, we're, we're going to go. go. <laughs> we're going to go find some baby goats. It's going to be great. What about hedgehogs? I think those are adorable. They're very cute. I don't know if they like being pets, but I always see them on social media as if they are pets. Yeah, people always put pictures of them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. They're mighty cute. Listen, call us if you have a hedgehog. <laughs> you have a pet hedgehog. If you have a hedgehog, let us know yeah. what's up with that. Yeah. I think they're sweet. They seem like they're snuggly little creatures. Yes. I, I have no idea. I don't no. know anything about hedgehogs. Me either. Um, but we have callers. Oh, great. Hi, Kim. You're on WGN. Hi. Hello. Do you have a comment How for are us? You? Good. How are you? Do you have a comment for us about animals? Yeah, so you guys were talking about Newfies. Yes. Do you have one? So I'm a new I'm a Newfie breeder. Oh. Oh, and I'm just driving <laughs> up from Columbia, Missouri from trying to get surgery on one of my pups. But nonetheless, you kind of threw something out there that said you have to have a big house and a big yard for a Newfie. Yeah, is that not the case? Is that not true? You need a couch and a oh. king-size bed. Oh, <laughs> they're, not, they're not big runners? <laughs> No, they wear out so fast, and they don't like heat at all. Um, oh. uh, obviously, they love snow and water, but, yeah, I I have people who have them that are in one-bedroom apartments. Really? Really? Yeah. So how, how big are they full-grown? What's their weight? 
So Blackhawk, my male, is 190 pounds. <laughs> That's a big dog. Yeah, he, he outweighs me. And, but my female, you know, about 120. Um, and the pups I've had, he's, he's quite the sire. He's, he's sired 30 pups in the last two years. What's so, up, Playa? What's up, Playa? <laughs> right? <laughs> hey. I'm saying Miss Blackhawk, so there you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my gosh. How cute. Newfies are so yeah, sweet. So if you want to see them, go to Sleeping Bear Newfoundland Dogs at Facebook, and you'll, you'll just do awe all night long. Sleeping Bear? Yep. Okay, we're going to go there right now and look at adorable dogs. Newfoundland dogs. Okay. So cute. They're so sweet. Their little faces are adorable. Well, what a fun job that you have. There you go. Well, it's recreating. So, yeah, that's rebuilding my program. But, yeah, yeah, I love it, especially with them. Yeah, I bet. Well, thanks so much for the call, Kim. All right, have fun. Thanks. You too. Well, that's nice. Yeah. What a fun job. Oh. Oh. It okay, we're nice. going to go to her website now because we okay, got to go gonna look do. at the We're going to take is, a break. And oh, then we're, we are? Yeah, I, and we're going to look at her. I want someone to call. If you have a hedgehog, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. We're still on hedgehog. Please call us and tell us if they make good pets. Do they make noise? That's another question. At night. They do? Nocturnal. Really? What do they do? What kind of noise do they make? Like just scurry? Yeah. Just Now, I'm not, <laughs> an, I'm not a hedgehog expert. Okay. Do not take me for one. Okay. Well, but I was looking into getting a hedgehog because I love – they're so cute. Yes. But – um. From what I've been told, they are nocturnal. So when you go to bed, they wake up and oh. uh, they like to move around. They want to be active, and also they have this habit of um, oh, no. marking oh, their territory no. when you're like touching them and stuff. They just do that a lot. Uh, I guess on you could be on you, okay. could be on your yeah, nice. You know, it's gonna be a sofa. hard no for me on that. <laughs> It's going to be – I don't even know because it's not – yes, no. The answer is no. And also, when, when, when animals mark, it's actually not urine. It's a situation. <laughs> it's it's a like situation. a whole different chemical, <laughs> biological thing. It's a situation. <laughs> it's, a, it's their, like, musk. No oh. thanks. Yeah, it's not uh, urine. Yes. So when I get musk from Macy's, I'm actually getting, You're getting that. a whole situation. We're going to go to break now <laughs> is what we're going to do. And then when we return. We'll talk about something else. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to look at puppies and then come back and talk about something else not musk related. Yes. Is what's going to happen now yes. here on 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. Hello, it's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth, and for Justin Kaufman, we are talking about rescue animals because Jen has a new puppy and he's I so do. cute. Pee Wee Horton, <laughs> he's Esquire. So, he's so darn cute. I had a rescue pet, my, the great, the late great Chairman, Chairman Meow. Meow. Yeah, I found him on the side of the road. Someone had dumped him. How how old was he, baby? Baby, tiny baby, <gasps> barely having his little eyes open. He was so cute, and so I didn't. I had one of those kind of tank tops with the built-in bra, and yeah. I was driving, and I just, like, shoved him in my shirt. Did he stay in there? <laughs> His entire life, that's where he wanted to sit. <laughs> he was like, he would sleep there. Aww. He was a sweet boy. Charming he was now. so sweet. He was such a sweet boy. I miss that little boy. guy all the time. I know. Oh. He was very sweet. I still miss him. And I feel like if I get it, I mean, it's been a few years, but, like, I still feel like, oh, I'm not ready for another cat because, like, I feel like I was cheating you on him. You get a dog. Chairman Bow Wow. <laughs> I know I'd have to have some kind of like <laughs> Captain Bow Wow leaderly yeah. name. Yeah. I mean, I had it all worked out. It was going to be. Um, oh, you had this worked out. Fidel Castro. Oh my. K 
Kitty Amin. Oh my! Don't do that. One. That one is not good. None of them are good. No. But Chairman Yao. I like like I worked it out. Rest Rest Kitten. Like all of them. There's all dictatorial cat no. names. I just I just want to have a dog named Cat Stevens and a cat named Snoop Dogg. Awesome. I wanted to. <laughs> I thought it would be great to give a a dog a person's name. Like this is my dog, Jason Weissman. <laughs> This is my dog, Ernie Hansen. I, think I like or, or I like the my, first one. Yeah, this is my Jason Weissman. Mm-hmm. This is my dog, Jason Weissman. I think especially like I'm immediately going, and I'm going to say it's my own people. Um, I'm going to give. I, I like the idea of giving a dog like a little, like Yiddish, Yiddish. Uh-huh. old man. Like this is my yep. dog, this Ira is, Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> that's this is cute. My dog. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Nathaniel. Okay, we were just talking about hedgehogs. Yes, we. Speak and you shall like see, see. it's happening. We have found someone with a hedgehog. This is fantastic. Hello, Gavin. You have a pet hedgehog? Tell us about it, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell us about your hedgehog. Gavin. Okay, he's up in my room right now. Okay. Okay. He's pretty much asleep all the time. He sleeps a lot, sleeps a lot during the day, but sometimes he wakes up. He sit, he goes on his wheel during night. We feed him a lot. We feed him sometimes. Change it. So what does he? What do you feed a hedgehog? What do they eat? Cat food. Cat food. They eat cat food. Okay. How um does he fit? How big? How big? Well, first of all, what's his name? What? What's his name? Fox. Fox. Oh, oh. that's cute. Does he fit in your hands? Like how big is he? He's the size of my hand. Oh, that's cute. And so, would are are hedgehogs affectionate? Are they snuggly, or they just kind of go do their own thing? What are they snuggly? Like, does he like to cuddle? Cuddle. He does. He does his own thing pretty much. (laughs) He does his own thing pretty much. Okay, I hear that. I feel that. Goose does too. (laughs) First of all, trying to get his smell. He's trying to get her smell still. Okay. Oh, okay. Like okay. So what? Uh, so they sleep a lot during the day. So they are are uh, Steve. So they wake up at night. Right. They're nocturnal. They're kind of are, yeah, they're kind of nocturnal. Okay. Oh well. So how old is your hedgehog? A year and a half. Oh. So he's still kind of a baby. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. How old are you? Six and a half. Oh. All right. Oh. Well, that's. I'm so glad you have that hedgehog friend. I bet he's your good buddy, isn't he? Yep. Aw. Well, thank you for calling us tonight, Gavin. It was so nice to talk with you. Thank you. Say hi to Fox. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Aww. We love Gavin. We we have listeners of all ages. I know, right? We are crossing demographics. I know. We... We got hedgehogs that are listening. Well, we have Gavin, who's six and a half. And, and then had... we had our guy, Glenn, who said, I'm turning 60 and I'm going to go do and a try. Had... Or no, wait, that was Dan that was saying, I'm turning 60 and I'm doing the Then the we marathon. had Glenn that went at 45, I think he was. I don't remember. I don't know if he said his age. No. But he definitely being, was an adult. We got a range of yes. people. Yes. With hedgehogs. <laughs>
I'm excited. Gavin made Goose my and night. Ba- Goose and Bosworth, fun for the whole family. I know. Aww. Gavin made my night. That was so fun. It was. And I. he just sounded so cute, his little voice. And his little hedgehog as big as his hands. They're little. And he's six and a half. And the, the hedgehog is a year and a half. That's adorable. My favorite is how kids do halves a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm six and three quarters. Right. Don't, don't get it twisted. Right. Let me tell you what. After 35, you don't do that. No, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm 30. I'm 30. I'll stay 30. I've been 29 for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting really good at being 29. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Indeed. Well, we better take a break. Oh, my god. We're gosh. already out of time. But we're coming back tomorrow. I know. Oh. We're doing this again tomorrow because we got like a list of stuff we were going to talk about we didn't even get yeah. to. Because I was like looking at all the pictures of your cute dog that you and have. And the next time I, I'm going to do a shout out tomorrow, who owns a baby lamb? You just want lambs to show up here. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. The petting zoo at WGN. <laughs> Remember that time that we got fired for bringing all the petting zoo here we in gave, the we gave everybody distemper? As, officially on the record as esteemed producer, I must protest. Okay. No. But Tom, you can, you if we know, had a bunch of baby lambs in here, that around. would be adorable. Do they hop? I bet they hop. They hop and they go, meh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That'd be so cute. Okay. We're going to work on Tom. Don't listen. We're going to work on having okay. lambs in here because that'll make great radio, us chasing lambs. That are going, <laughs> Steph will really go for that. The bosses will love us for that, as will the other hosts that make oh, it because yes. it's going to smell like a barnyard in yeah, there. Good they'll... times. All right. We're going to take a break, get things wrapped up, get your news, all the good stuff. Back in just a bit on 720 WGN. Today, overseas markets generally higher. We tell the stories of the Chicago conversation. You updated throughout the morning and throughout the day as well. We'll check your money. 